Hello and welcome to the Franchise Growth Pod, a podcast created by the team here at AC Inc. and your resource for all things mindset, franchisee performance, profitability, leadership, marketing, pretty much everything you need to know to get to your next stage of growth. We like to think of this podcast as friends chatting franchising on a rooftop patio over a glass of wine or maybe a whiskey. So if you love action steps, genuine conversations, and growing your business, settle in and let's talk franchise growth. Hello to the AC community and our friends that are listening. This is really exciting. So it's Angela Cote here and it's been a really long time since I got to be the, the host and the interviewee on the Franchise Growth Pod. Um, Belle, is, Belle was going to be with us today, but she's got fire alarms going off in her building, and I'm sure she'll talk about that on one of the next episodes. But for now, I get to be here with Alicia Visconti from Franser. Alicia, first of all, how are you? I'm, I am fantastic, Angela. Thank you so okay. much. Of course, as if you'd be anything different than fantastic. And so we have a, a great topic today. I wanted to hear from Alicia what she believes are the three behaviors of a successful franchisor, because at Francer, I'm sure you see a, a wide range of different behaviors and ways that people, um, the way that they act, the things that they do. So I'm going to start with this question for you, and then we will talk a little bit about what Franser Vision does. But I, I got to start with this because we're talking about behavior. What are your thoughts when you hear that, when you hear the word behavior? Well, you know, the reason why I like the word behavior is to me, it's an action verb. It's not how it's defined by dictionary.com. They say it's a noun, but we're not talking about traits. We're not talking about thoughts right, of a successful franchise, or we're talking about the behavior. And behavior to me means you get out of bed and you better be doing something. Yeah, that's good. Because if if they could believe something, but then they don't execute on it. Is that execute. it? Yeah, it's the execution. We hear that all the time. And I love that because at AC Inc, we have a core value of action equals growth. And it's all about like, don't sit around thinking about something, you know, just get out there and try it and do it. And then you'll either win or you'll learn. I stole that one from John Maxwell, but I love that idea that it will help you figure it out. So do you agree with that? hundred percent, you know, and that's the thing. People have a great idea, dies on the vine because they don't put it into action. And then see, that's where I link the behavior as a noun. I mean, as oh, a verb, love it. Awesome. Well, why don't you tell our audience, I'm sure, I'm sure everybody knows, but a little bit about Franserve. You guys are well known. And then I'd love for you to make sure you incorporate what sets Franserve apart from other uh, brokers and consultants that are out there in franchising. Well, thanks, Angela. Franserve, you know, I tell you, we've been around for 10 years. Uh, we celebrated 10 years last year. We are a, a lead source for franchisors. We help them at the beginning of the funnel, find new franchisees, that wouldn't, you know, obviously not find them otherwise. And we do that through about, oh, I'd say over 700 consultants. We call them consultants. The world knows them a bit more as brokers. We do call them consultants because of the way that they work with their, uh, their prospective franchisees, their clientele. But we really help to kind of uh, educate a potential franchisee on what franchising is, how to find a brand. Um, a lot of times uh, someone will come to us and say, you know, oh, I want an X, you know, whatever it may be, because my cousin Susie says it's great, you know, and then it's like, well, did your cousin Susie say you have to work nights and weekends? That's one of the things you said you did not want to do. 
So, you know, a lot of times people have misconceptions about, you know, franchising and how to own a franchise. And really that's what we do. We help them to, I say we're a business matchmaker, right? We help the people who are looking and investors own a franchise and help them get some funding and change their lives through franchise ownership. Love it. And I, I from what I always pick up is that you really care about the franchisor's success. You obviously understand the importance of that and provide a lot of tools and resources for them to be successful. We do. I mean, if you look at our name, it's FranServe, right? So, you know, we have three core values. It's integrity is everything, grow or die, teamwork gets results. And really, if we're going to be successful, the franchisors have to be successful, our consultants have to be successful, and the franchisees have to be successful. So we do do a lot on education. We are the world's largest franchise consulting organization. So I also feel it's on us to, you know, up the bar, set the mark. And um, I come from other organizations and other industries. I, I knew how to spell franchise when <laughs> I came into franchising. So I really have uh, applied a lot of different business methods to help FranServe uh, and the team help, help to make it number one. Well, that is fantastic. Do you know that I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to adopt the name Frangela? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that'll go. Too well. Yeah, it's kind of cheesy. Um, but anyway, it's fun to play around with the name. But that, yeah, so that's that's really helpful, I think, for everybody to understand. And and that's why I thought it would be really interesting then to hear what you see as the three, we'll just pick three because it's, it's always a good number, uh, three behaviors of a successful franchisor. What are some things you see so that franchisors that are listening can can tap into this and go, am I doing this? So let's start with what's one of the first things. Well, first of all, I think that you have to always think that your franchisees are your brand ambassadors. And that that's a really different way of thinking sometimes about franchisees, right? They are your brand ambassadors. And one of the things that we see, the brands who really take off is that they understand that and they do everything in their power to help their franchisees, right? Whenever they can, they'll, they'll make them winners. You know, they'll rule in their favor. They'll, they'll give them a financial break when they can in any way that, that that's uh, applicable to the group. Um, I see franchisors who will pick up the phone to just chat send handwritten notes, right? Just, just a, you know, thank you for an outstanding month or things that really show what is happening in terms of the culture and the, the appreciation uh, of the franchisee. And I liken it to a piece of string. If you've ever had a piece of string and you go to push the string, what happens? It tangles up on itself. It goes backwards. It gets into a little knot. It's, it's not really very productive or useful. But if you draw that string to you, if you pull it towards you, that string will follow you anywhere. And that's really how I, I try to work with and Franserve tries to work with our franchisors, whether they're emerging, whether they've been in existence, whether they're the big marquees. Understanding your franchisees are your ambassador and are your single most important thing that you have to represent your brand. Yeah, well, you're talking my language. I, <laughs> I, I don't know if you've noticed that um, in the past year or so, we've really been leaning into what the successful franchisors are doing to just to get their franchisees more engaged and more profitable. And, and having run our roundtables now for three years, we've had 
between our working with clients and, and then our backgrounds on the team and then these roundtables, we've been able to see a lot of different examples of how franchisors are what, you know, how they're taking care of franchisees, like you say, pulling them towards them. And it's interesting when people, you, sometimes you see franchisors that think, you know, we're doing everything. We give them the, we give them LMS, you know, they've got tr ongoing training they can access. They, they get, they, we, we do their marketing materials for them and, and all these things. But when it comes down to it, what are you doing to like, like you say, pull them towards you, like to set them up to, to grow and, and starting with what are their goals and how, how can we help you get to your goals? So, so we are working with franchisors and their field teams to ensure that we're not just being reactive with franchisees, but that the field teams are fully supported in how to take care of franchisees better. So I love that we're aligned on, it's all about successful franchisees, right? Like if the franchisees are happy, profitable and engaged, just makes everything so much easier. It's critical. And you know, a lot of times, I mean, being a franchisor, our, our role, right, is to help them get new franchisees. But again, because my background's in training and coaching and all that, we want to work with our brands to be successful for the long run. It's great to get new franchisees, but um, appreciations and um, handwritten notes and little things like that makes a huge difference in culture of the company. Yeah, I would say it's it's the difference between being transactional and analytical to being more human, you know, using leadership, using more modern leadership, using um uh soft skills, it sounds like we're talking about here. Um and you may have heard me say that I love to help franchisors tap into the the hidden uh, profitability or the opportunity for the hidden profitability by helping their franchisees that they already have be more successful. Of course, it's great to go get new franchisees, but there might be opportunities sitting right there in front of you if you take better care of them. And then that'll obviously attract more ideal fit franchisees, right? So 100%, 100%. So important. So overlooked a lot of the times, unfortunately, but it, it but, really is. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's the next thing that you think uh, you see in, in behaviors of a success? Well, it's interesting because you just, we just said that that sometimes is overlooked. And I think it's because uh, franchisors, listen, I get it. I'm a CEO of a company. I know what it's like to run a large organization, but you always have to be thinking about steering the ship and not rowing. And it's very, very easy to say that. It's very difficult when the day starts and you've got a million things to do and you start getting into the weeds and you forget to delegate because you could just do it faster if you do it yourself. And mm -hmm. all of that noise in everybody's head that keeps them in that mindset of I'll just do it and I'll, I'll. now you're rowing. Steering is leading the, your team. It's, it's setting the direction of the ship. When you're rowing, you're working on the business and you hear it over and over again. You know, you can't work in the business all the time. You got to work on the business. So rowing, you're working in the business, steering, you know, you're, you're working on the business. You're setting the goals. You're setting uh, how, th you know, how the business should be for the day, the quarter, the, the year, et cetera, et cetera. And I think what happens is delegation is probably the, behavior that really trips up franchisors because delegation is the hardest thing um, to do to trust someone else that they're going to do it quote unquote as well as you could um, to know that they can read your mind and execute it the way you would 
but you will never grow if you cannot mm -hmm. delegate and get things off your you know off your plate and empowering your team is another way to make things grow if you're doing it yourself i don't care how fabulous you are man you've got 24 hours in a day and that's all you can do so i really do think that delegation uh, happens to to be a part that really sticks for franchisors. Yeah. Yeah. We, I see that a lot with the franchisors that we work with where they're so busy and I'm like, well, wait a minute, let's stop, let's stop and look at what you're doing and why are you doing that? And why are you doing this? Sometimes they, they realize they just haven't stopped to think about why they're doing it. So they, they can delegate, they can get it, you know, from a mindset perspective, they're like, oh yeah, but then you're right. Other times they're afraid. And what I've, what I've found helpful is to help people realize that maybe someone can do it better than you. Like, what if we're missing an opportunity over there because somebody could actually do that more efficiently than you? And even if they don't, like you said, you won't scale because they're not learning how to do it. You need them if and if they have to. I, I love empowering people and letting them make the mistake. And then because you can tell them all day long, the easier way to do it is this. But if they believe the other ways, the, the right way or whatever, and they they do it and they they fail at it or or learn from it then they know in their heart that way doesn't work and I'm going to do this way. So I, I have no problem with that I personally, but it's always easier also when you're on the outside looking in saying to a franchisor, like, you know, why are you doing all these things? But that is so true in order to scale, they need to get really clear on. And I'm going to go back to what you said at the beginning of that whole comment about steering the ship. What I'm really taking away from that is that, you know, having that clear vision and then, making sure everybody understands that vision is also what I took away from that so that they can do the rowing, I guess. Right. Let them do the rowing. Yep. Yeah. 100% Angela, because without, without the vision, right. They don't know where to go, but if you're spending your time, you know, in rowing, then no one knows where to go. You're not rowing in the same direction. I will tell you that one of the reasons that Franserve has had such explosive growth is because we don't have a lot of turnover at my executive team. They've been with me for years. So if you have a lot of turnover, what happens is you're constantly educating, trying to go backwards, bring someone up to speed, get the team, get the culture, get, we don't have that. And it's because we empower um, the team members. And I got to tell you something, my marketing person knows more about marketing than I do. My finance person knows more about, and, and you have to trust that. You have to build that team. And then they'll walk through fire for you, just like you would work, walk through fire for them. Yeah, that's good stuff. I don't know if I've heard that put that way with the steer, the ship versus the rowing. So I love that. Let's move on to the third tip and maybe we'll even do a little bonus tip, but we'll go on to the third, uh, not, well, I guess not tip, sorry, um, behavior, 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 action okay. of a successful franchisor. Now this one may freak out your audience. So I'm just, I'm putting that disclaimer okay. right out. Everybody get ready. Make sure you're sitting. That's right. So this, the next behavior is, and to me, one of the most important is to concentrate on making others wealthy. And when a CEO or franchisor is looking at everything in their P&L and all of that, that's not the first thing that comes in their mind, right? When you're writing your goals down for your, your, your organization, it's not, you know, I want other people to be wealthy, right? That's not really number one, but it right. really should be. See, mm -hmm. it really should be. Um, my husband says happy wife equals happy life. <laughs> I say a happy team is a CEO's dream. Oh, right? I like that. So, so you get things done through other people, right? We were talking about just the rowing and 
you get things done through other other people, not really, you know, a CEO or a head of the organization should be doing things that no one else can, that, that it can't be delegated to. If it can be delegated off, off the plate, you know, off the plate. So you should get your team excited, engaged, um, feeling valuable, thanking them. Uh, again, the same thing with the handwritten notes and calling them up to say hello and get their opinion and buy-in. We get so caught up in the day-to-day -day that we forget about our team, but the team is probably the most important you know, group of people that you're gonna have because they're the ones that are really executing your, your dream. Mm -hmm. Right. So I do crazy incentive gifts just because, I'll, you know, it's I just do little things that show up in the mail that that it's not for any award. It's not for anything, but it goes to retention. It goes to appreciation. I don't know anyone who doesn't want to be appreciated for the things that they do and the dedication that they have. And so I say to make others wealthy, meaning your team, because let's face it, if your team's making money, your franchisees are happy, you're making money, everything's good. And the, the one thing else that I'm going to say about making others, and this one, they, if they're not sitting down, guys, sit down now, yeah. definitely sit down. You have to remember how big your circle is. So your suppliers, if you're you know, sitting on those bills and you're ticking off your suppliers, don't think they're going to run and take care of you the first thing that, you know, the first free minute that they have. They're not. So I see that, right? If we have to remind a franchisor to pay for the consultant, you know, it affects everything. And the simplest thing is treat people the way you want to be treated, right? You want to get paid on time. Everybody wants to get paid on time. So appreciate the people who are supporting your business. Appreciate your team. They are your superstars. That's I like that. Yeah, that's interesting. I, people don't talk a lot about the importance of like in franchising, we're always thinking about the franchisees and, 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 you know, the royalties and all these other things, but so important to think about the team itself. And you know what that just reminded me of is we um, at ACA, we recently uh, hosted a, a retreat for franchisors and our theme was creating raving fans. And I, I love what you said about the vendors and the, the supplier partners. Because I, I I believe so much that if we we could we can create raving fans out of four categories in franchising, we've got customers on the end like helping our our franchisees make sure that their their customers are raving fans. We've got the um, their the employees on the team like you just talked about on the on the home office team or uh, corporate team whatever that is. We we've got the vendors who will like you said if if you're taking care of them they'll be more forgiving when you need them to be at times and vice versa, if you're taking care of them and worrying about them being taken care of and then the franchisees. So we talk about raving fans of all four of those categories. And I feel like we're aligned. We're kind of saying the same thing. If you take care of people and think about their success. And I also love to think about the growth that people get from being on my team and, and the growth that people get from being, you know, on a franchise or team and looking at that and going, how can we grow them? Like, that's really fun. A hundred percent. And like I said, shifting the focus to making other people wealthy, right? It, it's it's not mutually exclusive in that that it'll harm you. It's a synergistic you know, world that we live in. And, you know, you can do, you know, what's the saying? Do well by doing good, right? Mm -hmm. So you'll prosper. Other people will prosper. And Angela, just like you said, when you need them in a pinch, you need this marketing document, right? You got to get it. Yeah. They'll jump to it, you know, and they'll sing your praises. But the concentration of making other people wealthy will come back to you uh, a thousand times over. 
Yeah, that's awesome. So true. I'm really, when you, when you talk, I'm really reflecting on uh, the way that we at, at M&M Meat Shop's family business back in the days. Um, I, I was thinking about the home office team. And at one point there were about 70 or so people on the team and supporting maybe about 400 franchisees. And I remember that my dad would go around as the, as the CEO and founder periodically and just check in with people like, oh, oh, hey, Mike, how are you? Are you still happy? Are you having fun? Oh, what's, what do you mean? What's going on? And, 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 oh, how's your, how was your daughter's uh, university exam? Or, you know, that, that personal touch that you've talked about a few times. And again, it goes, yeah, it goes back to that caring about people. So I love that. Um, okay. We're almost at the end here, but I'm going to see if you've got a bonus tip for the audience. Cause you know, we can never have too much. I do. And and it's, it's, it's kind of crazy. Right. And it, you know, it's, it's kind of that, that guerrilla marketing, right. I am insane when it comes to supporting my company and, and marketing Francer. Um, I don't go on uh, beat my chest a million times on things, but I do very unique things. Uh, my, my license plate on my car, right. says franchise. Um, and I have a, a, just aside for car freaks, I have a gorgeous Jaguar. So I, you would think people would come up to me about the car. Yeah. They don't. They come up to me about the license plate, right? What is franchise? You own a franchise? So I always get new new prospects uh, for my consultants just by being out and driving around. So something like that is important. Um, talk to everybody that you come in contact with hairdressers, your accountant, your bank, that you're in franchising and that you can help people who are in franchising. I'm on the grocery store line. I'm paying for my groceries. And so I'll say something about franchising. And sure enough, either the person in front of me, the person behind me will say, well, what do you know about franchising? You know, I'm thinking about owning a business. Don't be afraid to use the tactics that are you know, a, a, a low key, right? Low technology. I'm a big social media fan, but we're in contact with a zillion people every day. And mm -hmm. we miss so many opportunities to mm -hmm. change their life through franchise ownership. Just think about it. Just think about it and act on it. And I'll tell you one other thing that I do. Um, when I'm out to eat, you've got to pay that bill. You give them your credit card. You do. I slip a business card in. You don't know who they know. Waiters, waitresses, bartenders, they know everybody. I always do that. So it's little things like that, that you can reach zillions of people that you didn't even think about. That's my little bonus tip. That's awesome. Yeah. It sounds like you're a raving fan of a Franser and a raving fan of franchising, which is really cool. Yeah. I love that. You're so right. I think so many people just miss that opportunity. Um, on my business card, I, most people are listening, but if anybody's watching, it says, go be awesome on the back. I feel like you need to have, if you don't already be fantastic. <laughs> on your business card. Oh, let me tell you what I have. I have because we. Have, this is mine on the back. Let me see if okay. I can put that in. And that is my oh. team all in superhero uh, capes. And our tagline is franchising is our superpower. Ooh, I love that. Yeah, that that we just posted that picture actually just on LinkedIn the other day. So I'm very familiar. It's an awesome picture. That's yeah, that's cool. Okay, that's even better than my suggestion about being fantastic. <laughs> Because that, yeah, I could see how that would be such a, like the colors of it and everything, just such an attention grabber. So yeah, I love it. And that's a good point. If you're not, if you're not your brand's number one fan, that's a bit of a red flag, I think. So that is, that's a great tip that speak it out loud to the world and tell everybody. Awesome. All right. Well, we're going to wrap it up here, but before we do, let's just make sure people know what's the best way to reach out to you 
um, and or friends or maybe in general for for services? Sure. Yeah, uh, obviously the website, franserve.com is the easiest thing. And it does have an E on the end of it, fran, S-E-R-V-E.com. Okay. Uh, we get it without the E sometimes. But uh, also I'm on LinkedIn, obviously. I'm on Facebook. Um, you can even give us a, a call at our 800-206-5454 phone number. But um, really, we tend to be everywhere, even when um, you don't want us. There we are. Just look <laughs> up. We're there. We won't miss a beat. So um, yeah. looking forward to seeing more people in franchising. And uh, I'm just going to say, I, I think there's a lot of opportunity coming up in this next few years, in this next decade. And I'm so happy to have you, Angela, involved in it. Um, you're, you know, I was going to say you're fantastic, but I'll say you're awesome. <laughs> um, you know, but but seriously, I, I think that there's a lot of opportunities in helping people. It's like raising the tide, right? All ships, yeah. right, elevate. And I think we need to come together as, as a Fran family and, and make it happen because it is going to be huge the next few years. That's awesome. I agree. I think because there's... People are realizing you can use franchising to expand, to grow so many businesses and affect so many lives, but it, like it has to be done right or else it's just going to get a bad reputation. And we, yeah, it, it is such an amazing opportunity for, for a business, business ownership for people, for people to grow and impact more people. There's so much great opportunity if it's done right. So I love that we're so aligned on just really giving a, giving a, Heck, <laughs> I don't know if we have <laughs> to swear on my podcast. So, <laughs> all right, Alicia, well, thank you so much. Any last things or we, before we wrap up here, I think you gave a lot of great tips there. I think we're good, but here I'm going to challenge your audience. Don't just listen to what we were talking about. Write it down. Tell someone what you're doing. Execute it. Don't let the tips uh, die on the vine or you will not have changed your behavior. That's awesome. Yeah. And I would encourage, even if you just pick one thing to keep it simple so that you actually do it, what's one thing that really resonated and go do that one thing. And then you can do the other things after you do that one. Awesome. Well, we'll wrap it up here, everybody. Go be awesome. Have a fantastic day.